It's worth knowing what's really going on. This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Donald Trump has been indicted in Atlanta. We have so many court dockets to follow, but we haven't really seen anything yet. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution has covered every moment of this historic case. I've been writing about this investigation for two and a half years. Our team is led by reporters Bill Rankin and Tamar Hallerman. Follow our coverage on AJC.com and listen to new in-depth episodes of the award-winning podcast, Breakdown, the Trump Indictment, only from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. You all can learn something new by subscribing to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution's new newsletter called Unapologetically ATL. It's all about the people, the events, and the entertainment happening in Metro Atlanta that Black people might want to know about. So subscribe today at www.ajc.com slash unapologetically ATL. This is Access Atlanta. Every week, we share some of the best places to eat, play, and live out loud in the ATL. And, of course, we go behind the scenes and find the stories that show Atlanta is one of a kind. Welcome to Access Atlanta. I'm your host, Shane Harrison. We've changed the way we do our podcast. That means we're recording it remotely from our homes, but we've also changed what we're talking about in the podcast, since we've always prided ourselves on providing guidance on things to do in and around Atlanta, and because most venues, theaters, and attractions are closed, we're going indoors, and in some cases where it's practical, outdoors to places where it's easy to practice social distancing. Hey, this is Melissa Ruggieri filling in for Shane Harrison. And today we are talking to Rich Kana, executive director of the Atlanta Track Club, about how things are going to be different this year for the 51st running of the AJC Peachtree Road Race. Now, the annual event is synonymous with July 4th weekend in Atlanta, but as with so many things this year, it was postponed due to the coronavirus pandemic and will now take place November 26th through the 29th with a bit of a different approach, which Rich is going to tell us about. So thank you, Rich, for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Melissa. Well, we're going to we're going to talk a little bit to give people an idea of how the road race is different this year. But now that registration is completed, about how many people will be taking part? We'll have just over 45,000 participants in the virtual running of the Peachtree, which uh, is short of the normal 60,000 that Mm -hmm. that run uh, typically on the 4th of July. But still, we believe the largest virtual race in the world. And, and it really in history, probably, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, you know, when, when people hear virtual these days, they assume it's something that's happening on a computer screen, at least, you know, I know covering the entertainment industry, that's how things have been taking place the last seven or eight months. But while this race is virtual, it's very much live running and there's nothing, you know, it's not as if you're doing something on a treadmill, <laughs> you're just tracking yourself. So tell us a little bit about, you know, what, what that means. Does the, the virtual tag yet the live aspect of the race? That's a good point. I hadn't thought about it from your perspective. Virtual in the endurance running space is a, is a combination of, uh, of, the, of the leveraging of technology uh, with you still putting one foot in front of the other and covering, in this case, 10 kilometers. So, so this virtual event is just that. We're giving you the opportunity to continue the Peachtree tradition uh, and, and many of these 45,000 
plus have been doing this for decades mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and we're allowing you to track your progress or encouraging you to track your project progress through the use uh, of an app uh, which will use GPS technology to follow your progress mm-hmm. well yeah speaking of that GPS technology how, how does that work exactly so uh, in the in the coming days uh, all the participants will get the opportunity to download the app. Uh, and the app will use the GPS technology built into the, the app software as well as into your phone uh, to track when you start and when you finish. Uh, and then it will take your results and drop your results in, into the universe of, of the other 45,000 people participating. So you're able to measure your performance against everyone else's. Now, I, I saw on the website that it is not recommended to, you can basically track your own course, but it's not recommended to do it at a track because the GPS doesn't necessarily track as well in that type of environment? Yeah, you're only as good as your technology, right? So <laughs> so we encourage everyone to take this hopefully once in a lifetime opportunity where you're not participating uh, on, on Peachtree on the 4th of July to create a nice, fast, flat course for yourself where you can score a good time and and doing that in some sort of, you know, linear uh, course or, or large loop is better than going around and around in circles. And I guess you're pretty much on the honor system as far as the type of course that, that you plan for yourself, because, you know, I, I guess it also depends on how serious of a runner you are, because if you're really serious about it, you probably want to pick a course that is a little bit more challenging. And if you're a novice, like if I were doing it, <laughs> you'd probably want to find the flattest thing possible. And, and like you say, this is probably the first chance that you've had to actually choose your choose your own course to your liking. Yeah, I, I think your perspective is, is spot on. We're, this this year's Peachtree is going to be a little bit of a combination of, of running and golf. You are on the honor system uh, to find a course that is you know reflective of, of maybe what the Peachtree would be. Um, but the great news is that if the technology functions as it is supposed to, uh, everyone will need to cover the full 10K uh, mm-hmm. to have their results actually submitted uh, and considered uh, as official finishers. And now you can start doing this on Thanksgiving Day and you have through the 29th, through Sunday, to complete everything Um it doesn't matter then what time, you know, in that period, what time you might be doing any of this, right? That's right. So in, in a virtual experience, you there is sort of this thunderclap of, of, of surge that you want everyone feeling as if they're doing this together. But we mm-hmm. also recognize that this is happening over a holiday weekend and everyone will have their own routine. So tried to create a window of opportunity uh, that was long enough to give everyone a chance to do it uh, at, a, at a time and a place that worked for them, but also condensed enough so that you could feel as if you were part of something much bigger than yourself. Mm-hmm. I would guess anybody who's running on Thanksgiving is either going to plan their big meal for after running or <laughs> might have a lot of food to run off <laughs> if they if they did it after Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a good point. I I, I, I I hazard a guess that not too many people will, will attempt <laughs> to do this immediately after their Thanksgiving dinner. Um, yeah. But they will they will have carbo loaded if they if, if they decide <laughs> to run uh, on Friday. And might have their slowest time ever if they did. Exactly. <laughs> well, s- since you can like literally participate anywhere in the world, have you gotten a sense of where some runners might you know be hitting the pavement around the world? 
Uh, yes, as a matter of fact, we 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 have the the peach tree is largely a local phenomenon. So in any given year, ninety percent of the participants are from the state of Georgia, mm-hmm. uh, and but we you know we do pull from most U.S. states every year and and a few foreign countries. This year, uh, we we have fifty states represented and more than thirty countries represented. So I think the furthest point from Atlanta is uh, is someone running in Melbourne, Australia. So, wow. so, so we are pulling from, from, from far and wide. And I guess that is one of the upsides of, of a, the virtual aspect of the Peachtree. We're able to deliver this largely local phenomenon to everybody around the world. And, you know, in a weird way, and not that anybody would, you know, want this to happen the way it is, but in a weird way, it's some publicity really for, for the road race. And, and you know people around the country who might have heard about it or obviously couldn't participate maybe if they were in Australia now can <laughs> and maybe maybe they might plan a trip here you know in the next couple of years who knows I, I like the way you think we're, we're always looking <laughs> for that silver lining uh, and and that is the upside to the to the peach tree is that in this in this year of 2020 where covid has impacted so many people uh, we do hope that there 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 is a better understanding of what the peach tree experience is all about because it is mm-hmm. something that is very very special to everybody here in Atlanta. And it's going to be cool, I guess, to see from around the world the types of courses that people plotted out for themselves. You know, whether they were in Australia or England or you know Indiana. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure there will be quite a few creative ones, and and mm-hmm. uh, to to the extent that some people uh, are using. Uh, a a wrist wearable like a Garmin or or some other uh, GPS measuring device, which you can also upload as part of your result. I, I'm sure we'll see some that have a significant elevation loss, meaning they're running downhill for ten mm. kilometers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that will be very cool to see. Well, tell me a little bit about the race kits. I know that's a big deal for anyone running the Peachtree, and and the Atlanta Track Club made a point to get those kits to everyone ahead of time, which I imagine was a pretty big undertaking. I mean, what did that entail? So part of the Peachtree tradition, and I should say more than part of a big piece of the Peachtree tradition is the coveted finisher shirt. Mm -hmm. So unlike any other event in the world, you do not get your shirt in a typical year uh, at the Peachtree until you cross the finish line. Uh, So we wanted to make sure that the T-shirt stays part of that tradition. But it's got a bit of a twist to it. So, so we took it upon uh, ourselves to, to pack up 45,000 shirts and, uh, and to partner with our friends at UPS and to have each one of those packages delivered to your front door. So your T-shirt, uh, your race bib, uh, some, some cool race swag as well, uh, and, uh, and you are ready to go. So, so maybe for the first and hopefully the only time in, in the history of Peachtree, you'll be able to actually wear your finisher shirt while you're participating. That's very cool. And have they all been delivered or is that happening right now this week prior to the Peachtree happening? They, we had, uh, we, we stopped registration. So our last day of registration was on November 1st. So, mm-hmm. so we have well more than 43, 44,000 that have been delivered and, and a handful yet to go, but they should all be there this week. Now, do the people around the world get this same package delivered to them? They did. And, and it's funny you, you asked that. So as we tried to find a way to keep this peach tree tradition alive for tens of thousands of people, uh, we did not factor in the cost of sending <laughs> right. a shirt uh, you know, to Australia. So, so there are some people uh, who, who we spend uh, two or three times the cost of their entry just to get them their shirt. But 
but so hopefully they will very much appreciate uh, <laughs> the, the work that went into getting their shirt this year. Well, hopefully, hopefully they'll listen to this and know exactly <laughs> the yeah, benefits exactly. that they're getting from this. And and really, I mean, so where where does that cost? How is that cost covered? Is it from the Atlanta Track Club or is it just through submission? Uh, that's a good question. So, so we, when we decided not to cancel uh, and to go with the virtual option, you know, we took a lot of the typical operational costs that we might have uh, around things like you know traffic control and safety mm-hmm. and medical and and signage and so forth, and we moved that over, and we we spent more than more almost a half a million dollars on shipping related costs wow. uh, for these for these the coveted Peachtree Finisher shirt. Well, that's really cool. And like you say, I mean, it's pretty special to be able to have that ahead of time for the for the first time and hopefully the only time given the circumstances. But um, now the awards scenario, what give me give me the rundown on that, because I know obviously that's another big piece of people running the peach tree. Yes. And, and for the for the traditionalists in the world, um, you, you you probably need to cover your ears as I say this. But we're, we, are, we are really, again, borrowing from sort of the, that golf world. Where, where you're on your honor system. Um, so we, we are providing age group awards and some overall awards, uh, top high school finisher awards, uh, and we are using GPS technology. So there, can you beat the system? Yeah, of course you can beat the system <laughs> if, you, if you tie your, 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 your iPhone to your dog or something along those lines. <laughs> uh, but, but yes, we, we look forward to delivering your awards, uh, again, uh, via your friends at UPS after the fact. And uh, you'll be able to see how you stacked up against everybody else uh, come come that Monday after Thanksgiving when all the results have been submitted. That's cool. And, you know, I always think uh, about people who try to game the system. It's sort of like, what are you really proving? <laughs> if, you, if you if you know that you didn't really do the, the, the work or the run or whatever, I mean, is it really going to be that satisfying to get an award that you really didn't earn? <laughs> That's that's my thoughts exactly. Hopefully everyone listens to you there. Yeah. Well, being that the, the race is typically July 4th weekend, and that always seemed crazy to me given Atlanta's summer weather, which honestly is probably the reason why I've never participated personally, because I can barely even walk outside in July here, <laughs> never mind run. And what kind of feedback have you heard about doing this in a different season, even though it certainly wasn't planned this way? But I mean, is it is it a time frame you might consider going forward? Or is it always, you know, going forward, going to be looking at that July 4th weekend and, you know, if you sweat, you sweat. Uh, we we look forward to reestablishing the tradition that is the peach tree, and that's that's part of uh, what I would call the charm of the peach mm-hmm. tree uh, is getting together with sixty thousand of your friends and 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 sweating profusely <laughs> uh, all over them. Uh, in all seriousness, when when we originally were dealing with the initial impacts of, of COVID, and we and we we realized we couldn't have it on July 4th and we moved to Thanksgiving for an in-person event. Uh, there were a lot of people who thought this will be a great one-time opportunity to see how fast I can run in better conditions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and obviously the COVID did not allow us to do that in person on Thanksgiving. Um, so, so we're just hoping that, uh, that COVID will be sufficiently in our rear view mirror in 2021 and, and everyone can, can reestablish that normal, July 4th morning routine next year. At what point do you start thinking about next year, even, you know, knowing, especially in 2021, what the uncertainties might be, even though hopefully by summer, they, they won't be as prominent. But um, I mean, is this something that you already are starting to consider? Yes. As a matter of fact, bef- before you and I uh, jumped into this conversation, I was spending most of my day working on 2021 mm-hmm. 
Peachtree. Uh, I, I, I think it's safe to say that uh, the Peachtree road races and marathons around the world and all live sporting events around the world will never be the same uh, after 2020. We are all learning how to how to best mitigate uh, a pandemic because we we have a playbook that 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 is 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 gives us sort of a roadmap for just about anything that could possibly happen uh, for the peach tree. Mm-hmm. And we did not have a chapter on a pandemic. No. So, so what we will next year. Well, the, the benefit you have is that it's outside at least. So that, that does give you some opportunities that some other events might not have. <laughs> very, very much so. Yeah. And, and, uh, I have found and have been really pleased to find as we've done some smaller pilot programming, uh, this summer and this fall, uh, where we did some race by appointment. There is something about the, the runner and the walker, at least in the Atlanta running community, uh, that makes them what I would call sort of very socially responsible. Mm-hmm. Everyone is very careful about the distance they're putting between the, their, their fellow runners and walkers, and they're showing up with masks and doing all the right things. And that's going to get us back to some level of normalcy uh, sooner than, than many other sports will be able to. Yes, we can We can certainly hope for that, yeah. Well, Rich, anything else uh, you think that we need to let people know about or, or that you want, want to tell them? I, I would just say to to those uh, of our forty five thousand people, or those who uh, who originally registered and uh, and then uh, decided, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna push till till next year. Thank you for understanding that Atlanta Track Club is is trying its best to find a way through uh, in 2020, and we know that a virtual event uh, is never going to fully replace that in person experience. Um, but we hope that this is as authentic as it can be. Uh, and we look forward to helping you enjoy uh, this year, the virtual running of the AJC Peachtree. Cool. Race. Well, you know, it falls under that category for me of uh, so many things this year of, well, it's better than nothing. <laughs> At least you get to do it in some capacity. <laughs> <laughs> that silver one. Exactly. Exactly. Well, thanks, Rich. Thanks so much for joining us and, and for talking to us about the AJC Peachtree Road Race. And, uh, you know, now I got to go get my sneakers on. I feel a little guilty. <laughs> For more things to do in and around Atlanta, go to AJC.com. Our senior editor is Nicole Smith. Podcast edited by Bria Felicien. Music by Bo Emerson and Billy Guin. And I'm your host, Shane Harrison. Join us next week for more Access Atlanta.